Welcome to Moving Target, my Rockfin exclusive. Joining me today, someone I've spoken with before. We always have very interesting conversations. Richard Willett of Glitch in the Code podcast. Thank you for joining me today. Richard, how are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm just going to move this little light. It's shining brighter than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. Um, yeah, I'm good, thank you. Oh, with my little son there. Look, there he is. He's behind yeah. me. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good, thank you. We've been pushing Iconic for a... Um, trying to grow it into an actual uh, into the business that it's becoming, and um, trying to make sure that it's it's some. When we started it with Jamie, so Jamie Ike mm-hmm. is the CEO. He's David Ike's son, his youngest son. Um, Gareth works there too. And uh, when we started it, we come together and we said, "Look, we need an industry. We 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 can't just be like well, we can just be, but it's harder just being separate people on YouTube and all over the place. Mm-hmm. We've got no way of earning a living. We need to create something." a place where people can earn a living and actually have an alternative media industry. So that was the real reason for Iconic was that. And to keep this information going as people like David and Max Egan, they get older and to keep the kind of like library of Alexandra, I suppose, to keep it going. And um, that's what we've been building. So for for three and a half years now, we've been doing this day in, day out. And, and this, this is, is coming well. And this is Iconic. You're talking about it. And Glitch in the Code is, is a part of that that yep. structure it's interesting we were just i don't know if you saw uh, we briefly just mentioned it we have barely even started getting into it but we're starting to build what we're calling pirate stream media mm-hmm. and that's that's in work with rebunk that is now part of t-lab but also also courtney turner her podcast and try to do kind of the same thing so maybe we should talk in the off, off show about you know collaboration yes. there i i just think it's so and i think this is where one of the reasons I think we've talked before why that is important to you guys, we need to build these structures independent of their systems and work together, even if we don't have the same perspectives, opinions, because we're all being targeted and attacked if we're outside of that elitist club, you know, and, and this is the problem of that I, that I think they're most concerned about today. So I'm, I'm glad to see that you guys are continuing to grow. And I think a lot of people should take this direction. What one of the reasons we started the show in general, hence the name moving target is because everybody we talk to is has under has been subjected to suppression censorship manipulation dis not deregulation but you know limiting view of your work on platforms and so on different varying degrees of censorship so before we get into everything else what has iconic or just specifically glitch in the code dealt with in that regard and what ways have you found to maneuver around that because that's where we're all at today um, one of the biggest, obviously, we're connected with, we work with David, so David like quite a lot, that being their dad. So he's obviously had loads of, um, up there with Alex right. and the amount of censorship that he's had. I think it's the Netherlands that he's, they're trying to ban him from um, going in February to talk, to do his first sort of talk in a while because of all the COVID nonsense. So that's continuing. That's, um, that's the, over here in the UK, we have um, a Labour Party affiliated group. Um, I think it's the Centre for Digital Hate or the, center for counting digital hccdh i believe something along those lines mm-hmm. and they've been targeting david for a long time and there's another one an israeli version of that that now is trying to get him banned from there so that's always there you're always connected with that name david obviously gaz and jamie have always had it they get daily abuse from from, from what they do um, the i most? was ch- yeah more, more than most i got i myself was chucked off twitter for a long time about two years um youtube was banned as well that went down and that that was never a big thing for me because i'm a filmmaker at heart so my i was always behind the scenes most of the time and i was mostly doing the glitch in the code to get to meet people like yourself just to interview people and learn um and i've been doing that for about eight or nine years 
so it was never a really big thing for me and I went across and I worked with them and I was filmmaking in the background editing or most of my time spent editing now a lot more presenting um shows I've, I've done a lot some stuff out while we were at um parliament square last week but it's everywhere we were at parliament square last week for the julian assange um mm-hmm. uh, chain human chain and we covered that and there was no mainstream media there at all they not. covered it from a distance but they didn't there was no one there with uh, there was us and there was another group of um on the ground reporting as well and um that just shows like obviously he's he's done what he's done and he's given this information out as did a lot of the papers simultaneously as he was giving it out the same thing redacted as well. Mm-hmm. And um, the censorship there is absolutely ridiculous and it's not even ridiculous. It's, it's beyond Orwellian. Yeah. So, I, so we just, can see it happening across the board. Yeah. Just to add, just to add to that, the, the idea that we're still in a point in the world where, where David Icke can go out and try and simply speak yeah. and they're trying to stop that from happening while all of these groups, governments, Everybody are acting like they're fighting for free speech. It, yeah, it is everybody. Orwellian in its very definition. It's the opposite of what, you know, it's war is peace. I mean, it's, it's very frustrating to see that. Well, this is the problem that we're always going to have because we're funneling it through the internet. Obviously, that's an ARPA um, situation. So we're kind of shouting down their, their, their system, really, and trying to, right. trying to do the opposite of what they do to us of a virus from within, breaking it from within. But, but, like Alex Jones, I mean, as much as I don't agree with some things Alex says, I agree with some things he says. Right. He's entitled to his opinion. Exactly. He gave an opinion about something that he didn't think was real, never mentioned any of the names on air, never mentioned any of the names until the court cases came up. And you didn't even know half the names. And even if you try and explain that to people, they're like, no, he did. No, if you look, he didn't ever mention any of the names. He was reporting on it. He was having an opinion. That's opened the floodgates now, and now you've got Kanye West or mm-hmm. Kanye West or Yay or whatever he calls himself now being sued by the pair. I think it's the parents of um, George Floyd for a ridiculous really? amount of money. When, yeah, when did that happen? I didn't see that pop up. I that know they yes, were talking. Either yesterday or today. Interesting. Um, so they're suing him because he he said that he wasn't killed by the, the foot on the neck. But that, my the- point is, my point is, is you could, he's allowed that opinion. Right. If he wants to right. say the guy was wearing a sombrero. This is a much opinion. more dangerous precedent than I, I argue. I mean, I, sh- I, I want to say more dangerous, but we're there's part there's two parts to this. Right. We've got the idea of how Alex Jones and, and that whole scenario is going to be used to shut down independent media. And yeah. I was actually just watching his discussion with Crowder and where he w- made a great point. Right. Where he didn't make this argument or rather he, I mean that he didn't make this story. He covered the fact that people were arguing it was un. And I did the same thing. We all did like, okay, well let's look into it. We have every right to look into this. And you know, again, I always argue there's a decorum that should go along with that kind of topic, whether it ends up being real or not. It's just, you know, I just, I think that's the right thing to do when you're discussing a topic like that. But the idea being that of course we should be able to say, well, that's odd. Why is that guy wearing a police uniform? And why is he over here as a parent? You know, and, and it, it's, yeah allowed right and the problem is that now this is there's a new precedent with what just happened as you just described it that now you're allowing the families themselves to sue based on the fact that you're insulted by your argument i mean how is that is what's even the legal basis for that i don't even understand how that can be applied in a court of law not, it, not, it's, not it's, it's, you but is, have you well no i mean I, I, it's ludicrous of course it even is. common sense tells you it's ludicrous a five-year-old can tell you that's ludicrous yeah. um it's it's this oh you've hurt my feelings or or you've caused harm well everything causes harm buddha said that life is suffering right so 
everything causes harm and distress. That's unfortunately, we ended up on, I think I said this last time, we ended up on a world where we woke up in a world, we don't know how we got here, we don't know where we're going, and we don't know what we're supposed to be doing here. No wonder we're all no, we're under all we're all stressed and worried and confused and anxious because none of us really know what we're doing here. That's right. why. That's the big right. big problem. It's it's the it's the uh, agreed upon arguments and perceptions that allow us to feel like we have a grasp on things and really, you know, it's the it's the illusion of control in anything we do. And I completely agree with you. It's all illusion. Everything's illusional, um, illusion, even down to the down to coming down to when the people can sue you. They're not suing you. They're suing your corporation, corpse that's yep, been yep. set up in your name. It's not you. That's that you are a living, be- breathing being. They're suing your name. So they took um, admiral law and turned it into commercial law and put it on the land. And then they created a, when you were born a corporation, with your birth certificate in your name. They're not suing you. They're suing the name. Two corporations yep. suing each other. So this is all just fantasy. That's what the it's, Wizard of Oz is about. It's it's fantasy. So they can make up these rules because it is fantasy. Mm-hmm. So if you go, well, you can't do that. It's law. The law is just it's just fantasy. The, the laws are you don't go and harm them. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Right, and everything else right. on top of that is just convoluting. And that's where people make money. Who do you think is going to make the money out of all these suing these each other back and forth? It'll be yep. the lawyers, be the middlemen. It's always Absolutely. the middlemen. It's always the Levites. It's always the middlemen that, that get in the way and cause problems. And then they, you pay them to go away. It's, it's problem, reaction, solution. Right. So this is how it all works. And it, it, it's all a scam. It's all a, a confidence trick. Yeah, we, we could definitely, which is, you know, a con man. That's where that comes from. But we, we should uh, get, we should have an entire conversation, in fact, about the corporation argument there because i think there's a lot to unpack there that's really important as well as the cut the country itself and the government but for another day but i agree that's super important and it even does overlap to a degree with what we're talking about but before we go on to the elections and and where that goes what have have you found any specific tools uh, apps anything that you've used to kind of circumvent the censorship that has been applied to you guys i mean you know you see us doing pirate streams and different ways around mm-hmm. it i was just curious if you guys had any tips to people because everyone out there's trying to fight the same battle right now yeah the only way that we've managed to do it really and we have suffered of uh, uh, well it's a two two prom thing really because it does draw people to want to see the stuff that you put away like mm-hmm. if they're not allowed to see it they want to see it more right. but really the only thing i would say is have your own servers and that's that's the only yeah. thing that we've done so we we got our own servers very, very quickly, and and luckily we did because all of our content was deleted about two weeks after we looked. We had the servers there. We spent all night trying to put it all back. Um, so, again, you're using their system, the internet. So, really, what can you do? You, you, the only way to get around is, and if it came to this whole Orwellian thing, is this information needs to keep going. Right. So always it, it did before. So they, the way they get this information that we don't know that these secret societies have, it, go, it went through the mystery schools. Mm-hmm. So there has to be a point where if this technocracy comes about, which I don't think they're going to get to where they want to get nowhere near um, because it's too haphazardous and too many people know. But if it did, this information would have to be passed around the old fashioned way, word of mouth. Mm-hmm. It would have to be. You'd, you'd have to shrink away. And, and and that correlates to what these people have done. And when we talk about the bloodlines later, you'd have to take it. You'd pass it around your communities. You'd hold it there to a time when you could pass it from community to community again. So the real thing that me and you are doing is keeping this information alive. 
Mm-hmm. The real issue we're having is not that the information will ever die out. It's the fact that we're trying to get it out using their system. So yeah, but I, I think that's... what, Go ahead, what can we do? And you probably yeah. know more than more than I do of of what we could actually do about that because technically they, they can lock you out of the internet. Then what are you going to do? Yeah, you're right. I mean, there obviously there's always ways to go back. You know, old school <laughs> with leaflets. You know, whatever. But mm. at the same time, I think, and you're right. I mean, and this is why I think this dialogue is important. Like, we need to share our ideas. That's why the whole pirate stream idea, which I I just really think I want more people. I, I was happy to see. Apparently, uh, Grand Theft World is now using them in the same way. Funny enough, okay. last night they let me use one of their pirate channels to be able to broadcast because I didn't. I timing I screwed up on Corbett's using them. But I think it's really important to to find these tools. And I think that's that's why I believe glitch in the code is meant to in, imply that right that you're trying to screw things up from working from within. The same thing a pirate stream. We're, this is pirate radio, right? We're doing the same thing. Or you could take it from the old school real world example, or like Matrix and the idea of how they're broadcasting their signal. This is what we're doing today. I think it's yeah. just super important. But let, unless you have any comments on that general, concept. no, I think it's incredibly important. So pi- pirate stream. So anybody that's listening to this and doesn't know what they mean, are, are you talking about? Logging onto someone else's accounts and using their okay. accounts to stream your show. Is that what you, yeah. you kind of the, the I'm, I'm, idea behind that? I'm glad you said that because I tend, I always do this and I'm like, well, everybody knows this because it's my show, but you're right. I should explain this better for, especially on Rockfin. Now, this is something that I've been doing and briefly, real, I've, I've been doing for, I don't know, a year now. And, and essentially what people do, and I'm doing this, all, not just YouTube, that's where it started. I'm doing it on Twitter, Facebook everywhere at this point people are sending me their credentials and letting me use their accounts i'm not taking over the accounts like officially like it's still their account they still have you know the emails and everything connected to it they're just letting me use it because i I just feel like if i take over it then it kind of defeats the purpose you know so what i'm doing is jumping from account to account Mm -hmm. and they still have their accounts but they know that they could lose a lot they could be censored they could you know get permanently suspended and so on but with youtube specifically i got such an overwhelming response because it's kind of a taboo you know, you go back a year ago, you don't ask for people's login information. Like yeah, that's no, yeah. but I reached out, I told people, I said, this is a new thing I'm trying. And ever since then, it's very clearly having an effect, you know, every single day or, you know, give or take so many shows, I jump to a new account. I, I use that to broadcast. And some of these accounts have like 10 followers and they get like 4,000 views. So my, my audience is knowing that it's just really wherever the account will be that day, check in with the website. And I think if That's we all, so good. Really, yeah, if we all lean into that. this, it, it circumvents their idea. They, the only reason I think their censorship has an effect is because we care about what we perceive as the reach through the platform, our followers, our likes, our metrics. Mm. If that doesn't matter anymore, then they don't, they have no effect. And it, I can see that, just so you know, I think we've probably had at least 50 plus channels censored since I started doing this. That's three strikes but it, but channel. It's crazy. But that's going to happen. But what what you're doing, and I find that amazing, is there's a lot of things going on here. You're only you're building a community at the same time. You're mm-hmm. building trust with each other, which is huge. You're supporting right. each other. You're building this community that online by jumping around and helping each other. Um, and that comes down to trust. Right. It literally comes down to trust. And you might not agree on what you're saying here, and and I just think that's again it comes down to what we were talking about earlier what does that come down to it comes down to being brave mm-hmm. it comes down to being brave enough to trust each other that you're trying to do the right thing for each other mm-hmm. and that's where they get us because they get in the middle like i was talking about with the lawyers the levites they get in the middle and they cause problems between people and you no longer trust each other right. but actually what we need to do is go these are the people causing the problems 
we can trust each other. We might not agree on everything, but when it comes down to the nuts and bolts, we're the trustworthy ones and they're not. And mm-hmm. that's where, do you, you see what I mean? The psychology of it needs to be flipped yep. on its head. It comes right. down to bravery and trust. And that's what you're doing. And I, I think that's fantastic. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And, you know, I know a lot of people say this and maybe it's all because we perceive it this way, but, you know, I have the best audience on the internet, whatever. I genuinely believe the community that we've built is different than most that I see out there. And I, I engage in other chats and I see the different, you know, a lot of vitriol and negativity and, you know, and it happens on our chest too. But I think the community that we built in general and, and any likewise with your communities that it, it's, it's because it's likes it, it, you're drawing the people in that have the same mentality, you know, that they want to be objective. They want to have a community of people that respect other opinions and don't attack each other for different slight, you know, and, and it builds that. And, you know, and the people that come into it that don't have that either leave or, or realize that they're being childish, you know, and, and about the way, mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest problem today is that, especially like the topic we're about to get into is people are so quick to just reflexively go, Oh, that's crazy. Because they're, that's the allowable argument to something that's outside the box. But as we know, those things tend to be, I mean, trailblazers <laughs> throughout history are the ones that, you know, cut the path. But those people today are called crazy. Oh, you're going that direction? Pfft, that guy doesn't know what talking about. But maybe that's the fastest way. You know, we're starting to see that we are living in a controlled reality, you know. And, and this, this brings us to where we're going with the midterms. I don't know if you saw <laughs> every single two years, every two years. In fact, not just the presidential election, every two years, it is the most important election of our lifetime. Don't forget, this next one is the most important <laughs> election of our lifetime. Yeah, and, and I think it's so embarrassing to see how it's controlled, in, and not just the way we're going to get into, but a thousand different ways. But what we're going to talk about today, I want your opinion about why, or first of all, just your opinion before you know, the title makes it clear, but do you think these people are elected or selected? And if you believe they're selected, explain why you think that is and what guides those choices, because I'm very interested in this topic. Well, I think it's it's a it's a product of the the system. So these people in there won't realise they're being selected, but they're being selected by what they're allowed and willing to do to get up that system chain. So if you're a MP, you're only mm-hmm. going to get so far if you're honest. So like when we're talking about the internet, the system is set. So the system isn't designed to promote honesty and decency. It's designed to to promote people that are compromised people right. who are backstabbed people that are very narcissistic and psychopathic so it's designed the system is designed that way to only elevate people that are willing to do things that you and i aren't willing to do mm-hmm. and that's just that's the product of the system that's the hierarchical system so these people are selected either actually selected because of their bloodline or they're selected because they're willing to do things that me and you are not And therefore, they can be also compromised. That's why you get the Epstein thing coming out. Mm -hmm. So it's quite obvious that it's the system that's the problem. It's not individuals. They might believe that they've got somewhere in their career and they're doing well, but they don't realise how these doors have opened for them. These doors have opened for them and they don't open for me and you because Mm -hmm. we we, we will not do what they want us to do. So we won't even get in the same city as the house with the door in it let alone near the door to open the bloody Mm -hmm. thing so it's an underground world it's like when you read the the biblical text there's an exoteric and an esoteric understanding Mm -hmm. there's an exoteric world there's an esoteric world the exoteric world is what everybody lives in everybody reads the mainstream media when you go to work you're living in this exoteric world that's that virtual reality there it's a psychological state and then the esoteric is when these people live 
they live in the true meanings of all these symbols around and the, these these hand gestures and that they they know this stuff because it's their language they speak a different language from us because they've been taught that language or allowed to be part of that language there's two worlds going on here and they yeah. don't mesh when you talk about the some people elected some people or rather some people selected some people because of bloodlines some people allowed to be in positions and so on let's talk about specifically the leadership level not just the let people that i argue mm. the people that would be allowed to take positions are the people that would later be thrown into the bus like that's yeah, how that absolutely. works yeah. so the people that would be put in the higher positions because of bloodlines let's say now at first point is we know just in a daily sense, your office, the, you know, the school that people tend to, what's, I'm blanking on the term where you, you know, you promote your family. What's the That's term it, there? Yeah, I can't know what it's called. There is a term for it. Um, anyway, it'll pop into my head. I'm mean, sure. yeah, yeah. But, but so basically, you know, that they would promote their family because they're their cousin. Is it and so nepotism? They, nepotism. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, and so the idea is that that's common. So it's not very different to think of it in the same way, right? That these people would perceive that their family should get the benefit of what's happening. And it just goes a step further that they argue that not just that they should, but that they deserve it mm -hmm. because that they're in a different, you know, this is eugenics that we're talking about to a degree or, or, or really on the surface that if yeah. their bloodline guarantees them the right, because this is like the divine right to rule concept. And this is a point that I made in, in the paragraph I put out with the article today is that it really does what matters the most to me is whether they believe this to be true yeah. not necessarily whether it is actually true that they I mean with the divine right or whatever else but so what do you think about that difference there and, and how do you see that playing out in the world today in regard to the bloodlines like how do you like this is your opinion why do you have yeah. that opinion like where's the background for why you think that well it, you can see these families are all related so mm -hmm. we know the bushes are related we know donald trump's related to hillary clinton but through one of the um through one of the baronesses we know that there is a bloodline relation between them we know all of these kings and these queens that come from like they came from the middle east at the first and they, they they spread out to rome um they spread out through greece to rome and rome became went into Scotland, the Roman Empire, and then back down to, well, the Freemasons at the point with the Knights Templar, but it's such a long story to go into. Mm. And then back down to the City of London is what we have today. The symbology is there, the Red Cross, the dragons there, the dragon blood, the serpent brotherhood is there, the serpent symbology. Now, obviously, people like David believe that they actually are a different bloodline and they can shapeshift into a reptilian form it's only your way of seeing it he's saying he's not saying they're physically changing okay he's that's saying that you'll find that very clearly so people understand yeah. that he's saying that your perception of them is changing because we're all on a vibrational level we all know mm -hmm. that nothing's solid we right. know that that's nothing solid so he's he's telling you that they can change their way that you view them and the way you view them is the way you perceive them but i'm not saying i believe that what i'm saying is that there is clearly a blood line that goes through Merovingian bloodline by the looks of it, Hasburgs, all of these families turn up, Saxacone, Gotha, which is obviously Windsor now, they've changed their name, the Rothschilds, the Rockefeller, which are quite new to this bloodline. They married into right. this bloodline in the late 1700s. They weren't one of the original bloodlines and they're quite far down, really, the hierarchy. They're not anywhere near the top. You've got the DuPonts. These bloodlines that go back, the Orange bloodline, William of Orange, all these kings, they marry in, but they know you. We know they marry in between. They marry each other. We right. also know that when they go, they they worship gods that married each other. So they worship some of these Egyptian, Roman, and these Mesopotamian gods that Osiris, and, Nimrod. And this is 
provable information going back to those times, right? That's yes. that's an interesting overlap there. Is that so nobody questions whether they believed at that point that they had mm -hmm. the divine right to rule and that their bloodlines were paramount and that they would marry and overlap and and you know keep them within the family. This is provable stuff. So the question, I guess, is why is it so hard for people to wrap their mind around that it's still happening today? You know, where I think is there, is there, yeah, I, I, I think it's because they think it's such a big lie they they couldn't get away with it. I, I do genuinely mm -hmm. think that. Um, and even when things pop up, like you can see some of the satanic stuff, especially around the British royals mm -hmm, um, and some right. of the people they've had around them, the Jimmy Savills, the Epsteins of the world, especially when they've um, they've come about. They, the cognitive dissonance goes, no, that can't be true. That's too yeah. weird. And so been engineered to dismiss this, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. Um, engineered to dismiss this um, because it is so odd. And it goes on for so long and it's it's so many thousands of years that it goes back. You're talking really about probably eight and a half thousand years from what I can trace it back to um, Mesopotamia, um, which is in the Middle East, obviously, in Iraq, um, Caucasus Mountains, the Khazars. It goes through so many different changes. The Knights Templar, the Knights Malta goes into the, to the Roman Empire, which right. now is relocated. But it's really this cult that David talks about, from what I can tell, is this cult bloodline. They believe that they are of a different bloodline, and the bloodline they believe is goes back to the analogy or the allegory of Garden of Eden, and you've got Seth's bloodline, so you've right, got Adam right. and Eve, and you've got, you had Cain and Abel. Cain was a hybrid, apparently, and I'm just saying this is what they believe. I'm not saying right. it's what I believe. Right, right. Cain was a hybrid, obviously the snake. It might have been Lilith or Lucifer. A lot of people, like I think the Freemasons believe that it's Lucifer, um, impregnated Eve and they had Cain. Yeah. Abel was Adam's. So Abel was one of us. Abel was killed by Cain and then they had another child called Seth. Seth, we believe, so they believe that we're, me and you, are Seth's bloodline and they're Cain's bloodline and they have a different bloodline to us and they are completely separate. Um, and they are the blood, they're the demigods. They have the divine right to rule because they are the bloodline, the Canaanites. And that's where they still believe today that that bloodline goes through these, these 12, 13 families. Um, and they are intermingle and all over the place. And, and they, some others marry in, but mostly it holds that bloodline. The most pure blood, the bloodline is the more up, higher up you are of the, of their, of their triangle, their top yeah. triangle with a little eye in it, the higher up you are there. And that seems to be, Merovision, um, from what I can tell, but I, I could be wrong there. What's so interesting to me is that it's very clear, and we're, and we're going to get into in a minute the prophecy around this, and that are you know, in regard to the Temple Mount and so on. But mm -hmm. what's interesting to me is that it's very clear that even today, whether you're talking about Christianity or Judaism or anything, that there are a lot of people that believe without a doubt the religious doctrine, right? Like the idea that, that you know, whether the second coming or anything else. So, why is it hard for people to? wrap their minds around that people would still believe that it's the same concept it's still they believe it's a it's a give a god given kind of mentality it's very strange to me that we have these these walls and lines we draw that's like that makes sense or that's happening but this is not possible even though it's in the same wheelhouse i find that very interesting what i wanted to ask you was in regard to the rest of the world so clearly like for those watching right now that are going like this is absolutely crazy realize that you can prove and I believe for at least the conversation I understand where this was like proven, it was it the girl with her report in school a long time ago, the, the most royal theory or whatever, the idea that every single president, save for a few, can tie mm -hmm. back to just a couple of bloodlines. That's, yeah. that's, not, that's not debatable. So it's very interesting to me that we're at a point where you can prove 
I, I guess by coincidence, people would argue that they, the bloodlines continued and yet, you, you know, and it overlaps with your story. So it's, you can see provable evidence that that's happening, whether by accident or not right now in the presidents of the United States. But then how does that overlap with the rest of the world? Right. Because that's not just the United States. This is guiding. And, you know, what are your thoughts on any? Go, go ahead. And any of that. What do you what do you think? Because uh, it all comes from Europe at the moment. Black nobility bloodlines. So people seem to think forget that Washington, D.C. is a, a sovereign state amongst itself. It's a corporation. It's the right. Virginia Corporation. It was set up by the European bloodlines. They always were. Uh, I mean, I mean, um, Columbus didn't find the Americas. They were found years centuries before he was anywhere near them it's mm. a it's a load of nonsense all this is a load of nonsense so that corporation now is being div- dissolved because it served its purpose that's what you're seeing the um the destruction of this corporation which is the americas um but obviously it was the native indians that were there way before any of these european bloodlines went over there we know that i mean of course we do so but these people have been put in power are working for the crown the crown entities, the crown corporation, the crown is the corporation, corpse, corporation of these bloodlines, these black nobility bloodlines, these European bloodlines. When you I'm not crown, saying the crown, yeah. Specifically, we're talking about the, the bloodline. No, 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 the, the bloodline, the European. Um, so what's the crown, crown represent and for somebody that doesn't, you know, what does that it, represent? It represents this, this bloodline. It's the corporation of this bloodline. So what we're doing at the moment, and this is just from what I, I know. I mean, I mean, this one, I'll read this. This is from Amy's mm-hmm. book. Amy, um, Amy says what's EF, and she she's actually pretty good. Um, she she has some stuff I don't agree with, but this bit I definitely do. She she says in here, the black nobility families believe they have a divine right to rule, and when Queen Victoria, the matriarch of the Venetian black Guelphs, died in 1901, the black nobility believed that in order to gain worldwide control, it would be necessary for the members to go into business and non-aristocratic leaders of corporate business on a global scale. And in the 1900s, the doors to the ultimate power and selling out were open to what the black nobility referred to as the commoners. So they went from being openly royal, Mm. and way before then as well, um, to now they're in the corporations. See, this is a very corporations are the crown corporations which run through the city of London. The city of London is symbolically close. It's a a square mile within London, exactly the same as as um, uh, as Washington DC and the Vatican. These are countries within countries. They've got their own laws, rules, police force. This square mile within London is where the Templars were. Temple. So again, we come from Temple Mount with the Templars and. the Knights Templar, the Knights Templar are the precursors of the Freemasons. It, 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 and I'm talking about the top level Freemasons. I'm not talking about your your average Freemason who who's down the Blue Lodge. For, it, it has this whole kind of lineage to it, but then it has this bloodline lineage to it. So you you look at um, Prince William or Prince Harry, Prince or King Charles. Now they're mm-hmm. all wearing the Knights of Malta and the Knights Templar crosses, all of them. There's a reason for that. They don't just wear things. They they are so they're reptilian mind. I'm not saying they are reptilian, but right. the part of the mind which is the I think it's your left brain, right brain, which we all have, right? Yeah, which we all have. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're far focused onto the left brain. They're almost OCD. They've got to have everything in order. Did you see Prince Charles didn't like the fact the pen yeah. holder was out of place, and you lost his lost his shit because it was right. like slightly out of place because they have to have everything in order new world order they, their order is they have to have order they can't deal without it so these people 
my point is that they were wearing these things for a reason. They don't just wear any old thing. So the Knights Templar and the Knights Malta crosses on there. And go and have a look at the, the crown and the, new, the king. They're all wearing it. It's on the front, the crown of the queen. The queen, the, she, it's the Knights of Malta crown. Mm-hmm. Um, these things are there. These go all the way back thousands of years. So when people say, oh, it's just too mad, why is it? You've right. just seen the queen pass on the crown to her son. Right. Now, what qualifies him for that? Yep. She had him. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's exactly it's what you're talking about. It's exactly what you're talking about. And they just claim it's like a remnant of an older time or, you know, whatever. But it's, it, it's, it's, that's still part of their belief structure, you know, and it's, they haven't gone away. Yeah. The, the European, the, the, the kings and queens haven't gone away. They've gone into business. Right. Into banking. See, there's a really important overlap here that I think I've asked this to a few people, and I think you're the right person to to give me your thoughts on this. Is that ultimately, I believe, and I think what you just described is is saying that is that there's there was a time when you know kings and 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 uh, you know uh, monarchs at at a time when that was the just the way it was. You had the bloodlines, and they passed it down, and you have the the people that just adhered to what the king decided, and and then. There was a time in between where things changed to where now we're talking about representative governments and so on. Now, Hmm. why in the world would people in that position give up their power? Now, the argument throughout history is that, you know, things just kind of evolved and changed. But I'm I am of the belief that we're watching another thing happen right now with the Great Reset, which is what you just basically described, is another step that happened before where they essentially discussed how they could manipulate us into believing that we switched into something different. Yeah. Right. What are your thoughts on that? And is that essentially spot on from what i can tell again uh, this is research and i'm not the be all and end all saying everything i say is true but from right. my research is what you've j- described there is exactly right they've gone into the shadows they've gone into the shadows because the people were revolting against it there's not enough right. of them to keep this going right so they went into business before what they did is they went behind religions mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. then it was the vatican it was the, the priest or the pope that you kind of looked up to they know that these things don't last People eventually go, fuck it, I won't listen to him. Um, so what they did then, they went into corporations when the the third industrial revolution mm-hmm. started and they, they realised that actually they can just rule from the back. It's easier to rule from, from behind corporations and now NGOs and things like the new um, World Economic Forum. These yeah, the think public tanks, partnerships. They go, yeah, public yeah. private partnerships. They go behind so now they're there. But what they want to do with what you've just said there with the Great Reset is they want to come out of the shadows again. Mm-hmm. They want to rule from the front again. And that's ah, where this prophecy comes in with this one world antichrist thing. They want to do it again. So they'll be bringing down governments. That's why you've got Joe Biden. That They want a, someone as, <laughs> as completely deluded as Joe Biden is, bless him. And I, I, know, I know he was a horrible person before, but it's still not nice to see someone going through severe dementia it's yeah i say horrible. the same thing he's a um, war criminal but you feel bad I and mean, you know just like say so he's, he's, he's not point. the war criminal he used to be put it that way yeah. um so but they want him in there he's supposed to look ridiculous we've just had in the uk we've had liz trust just be put in after boris Fedina having that and the other one before that um Theresa may i can't bother to do it either they're making a mockery of democracy so what people and now you've got Liz Truss sitting in the background, not saying anything with Jeremy Hunt out the front. The whole point is to make it look so ridiculous that you go, this system doesn't work and you beg for something more. And guess what that's going to be? There you go. Problem. The great, 
reset they're making them look stupid now i don't know whether liz trust knows this i don't know whether jeremy hunt knows this i don't know whether they really understand what's going on Mm -hmm. but they're being made to look like idiots on purpose so we ask for the whole thing to go democracy obviously doesn't work we never had it anyway it was the illusion of choice what we're going to have in place and then they'll give you this oh well we've got this new system that we've been working on it's a cashless society and it's a it's a social credit score and all this stuff so well it's ready it's ready to go but they need the reason to bring it in but they need you and i but we never will because we understand it Mm. but the most people will ask for it because it's part of their because it's part of this is is a ritual part of this is what they believe so they need you to ask for it you need to invite the vampire in right because then you're implicit in your own downfall they don't get the karma because they believe in karma right so they, they believe that, that they can't do these things to you like with their vaccine they were never gonna mandate it for anyone they couldn't but what they needed to do is scare you into just taking it yourself and accepting interesting it. point and interesting when it got point. to the point where they really need to do it like the nhs in the uk they backed off and i said to my partner who worked in the nhs at the time they won't go through with it they won't go through with it but they'll take it right to the needle that's a really interesting point that you made there because it, you're, I mean, as much as it's obvious that we were aggressively coerced, and I, I would say forced, but you're right, not by the actual definition of the word. They still, they force you to make the choice, yeah. right? And and that's interesting as much as that's still the same thing. They're still mandated. They still forced it, but you're right. They, they, they held short of literally, I would argue in most cases, holding you down and injecting you, but because we did see examples of that, but maybe that yeah. would be where people didn't understand what the real point of what it was in the context of your, of your point. Very interesting. Now there's a perfect overlap right there to the prophecies and why that's guiding this action. And we could, and, but I, I, I well, I'm going to skip this for today just because there's pro- this is probably going to open up an entire podcast. I wanted to ask you to explain more about the black royalty as well as the Knights of Malta for people that wouldn't understand that. But I know those are huge topics, but if, unless you want to say a couple things on that, uh, let's oh, talk. Well, about- yeah, I mean, like people can can look into these things, and these are all fascinating things to start looking into. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's what I really like find fascinating: this other world that's going on, and right. the Knights of Malta and the Knights Templar. The Knights Templar were supposed to be guarding um, um, people that going across to visit in the Holy Land, but actually, clearly, they were stealing all the gold out from underneath what they say was Solomon's Temple, but there's no actual proof that a Solomon's temple ever existed mm-hmm. they got something from in there and whatever they got from in there they say it's the ark of the covenant that might have been the cup that jesus's blood was in if you believe jesus mm-hmm. was even real if, mm-hmm. if uh, you know there's something they they stole and took back that was very 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 important to them whether it's important to us isn't really important right. whether it's important to them so the knights templar were where i um shield but eventually they started to fall out and realize they were being used by the roman empire um to basically do all the work so they tried to revolt and then that's where um i can never pronounce his name Jack Molay was burned at the stake on friday the 13th he was the head of the knights templar um but they didn't disappear they they relocated um and relocated into and and, and come back together as well so that's what fascism is it's all of these different groups starting to work together all of these bloodlines started to work together because they mm. realized that there was a church and there was the bloodlines. There was separation at one point. But yeah, they started right. to work together, these bloodlines, fascism, just a bunch of sticks stuck together. Um, and um, then they went down. So they, they were in um, Scotland. was a very early place where they started to really kind of integrate with themselves, the bloodlines of Scotland, and then down into what we have today, which is Lond- London, which is Londonia. 
which mean which was originally New Troy as well. So it's hmm. it's the Church of Babylon that goes all the way back to to Samaria and obviously Babylon pre pre Babylon Samaria. Um, it's the Church of Babylon. It's the Snake Brotherhood still there today. Hmm. Um, again, whether they are reptilian or they're not, I, I don't tend to believe they are. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I have no idea what's going on on this planet half the time. And I'm not even going to pretend to. It's a stupid place. And this is a beautifully, wonderful, weird place. We could all be in a computer game. And <laughs> we don't know what's going right. on. And anyone who says they do, I, I, I just go, you don't. You don't know any right. more than I do. You've right. read stuff that I've read. Let's all have a discussion. We, I don't know what we're doing here. None of us do. Mm-hmm. We, we fight and kill each other over the fact we're trying to figure out what we're doing here. And we don't know what we're doing here. And that's okay. Yeah, just Trust exactly. the process. But these people do believe these certain things and they've got a lot of money to make these things happen. A lot of power over centuries that's been handed down to them. So they've culminated this power and it runs from at the moment city of London. And it also runs for, and then their banking is um, Switzerland and the bank of international settlements. When you look at the bank of international settlements, you tell me, go and have a look at Google it now that that's not the tower of Babel. Because it blatantly is the Tower of Babel. The symbology is everywhere. It's the same bloodline cult that was there then is there today. All right. And and I think anybody can look at even just a smaller example of this throughout, you know, today history. What happens when people are handed immense power without earning it, <laughs> that they don't yeah. respect it. And that's what we tend to see through these people that get handed down and the, the insurmountable power that they have. Now, we're talking about the, like you mentioned, the reptilian part of it, which we're really discussing, like a, a perception or a mind you know, difference there. And whether or not that is the case or, or the, the prophecies, the point is that, it, it, that they, provably, by the way, throughout history, believe that this is the case, divine right to rule and so on. Mm-hmm. So let's get into what those are. Now, it, we, we mentioned Solomon's Temple, the you know, Third Mount, the, the interesting overlap there of, of, of you know, Judaism and oops and and you know Muslim faith and the Temple Mount today being an Arab concept whereas they believe that it's supposed to be destroyed and rebuilt and and you know all this there's a lot to this now it, now let's talk about that but then I'm sure there's more prophecies around that as well but what what about that well first explain what that is and then why that is connected to what we're talking about today and then how that you feel is connected to the larger topic of the Great Reset and technocracy and so on yeah it's a, it's this is where it gets kind of fascinating and and very very it's a big story i mean if you've seen westworld i mean mm-hmm. it's not far off for that and they do tell you through films and stuff and actually the big machine in westworld the hub of where this system comes from they named that i can never remember what the name is but they actually named that over uh, after the son of solomon huh. um so if you look at the name of, of westworld and to talk about the main hub that's actually named after the son of solomon so the actual the, the symbology is there so what the, the prophecy is, is obviously they'll be returned to the promised land. They are the um, God's chosen people. And I'm not talking about Jewish people and and um, Jewish people. Jewish Judaism is a funny, it's a faith. Mm-hmm. It's not a race. And that's like no more than Christian is a race. Right. And um, Semitic is mostly Arabic languages. So there's loads of confusion here through the time. I times. think intentionally so. Would you agree Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you've got the Rothschilds and, 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 and saying that they're, they're Jewish. Well, from what I can understand, and tell me if I'm wrong, I could be Jewish if I decide tomorrow to convert to Judaism. Right. Um, the same as I could be Muslim, same as I could be Christian. It's a faith. So there is this convolution there that's done on purpose. And um, they say about the nose. Well, the nose is Turkish. 
it's, it's a Turkish nose. So it's it's all kind of mashed up. And then we know that the Rothschilds funded both sides of both world wars. So they were right. funding, if they are Jewish, as they say, they were funding the persecution of their own people. So, and the reason for that was that they wanted a safe space for the Jewish community, which they did. They got from the Belfort Declaration mm-hmm. um, in, I think it was the 30s, um, but it was signed way before that by Rothschild um, and by Belfort, and they were given what is now Israel. Right, where they effectively it, stole the land from, which was Palestine, right? Which Palestine, is the reality. Yeah. There's no denying that. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. And when, when we talk about the people, they, we're talking about the governments. We're talking about this bloodline. Yeah. We're not exactly. talking about the people. The people right. are, are innocent on this. You've got two types of Jewish people there. I think you've got Ashkenazi and another and Sephardic. I always get that mixed up. I'm not very good with the names sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not them. They're trapped in it too. Imagine being brought up in what is essentially now an open-air prison. Right. They they are victims of this too. We're all victims of this bloodline. Every single one of us that's not attached to this are victims of this, and that's why their lives arguing amongst each other and killing each other because we're killing our own. Right? Because it's them, and 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 we are brothers, we are sisters. So we how are, do, how does Zionism as a political movement play into that? In your opinion? that's they created Zionism. So obviously mm-hmm. it's a Rothschild Zionism. That's it. Basically they created that whole political movement, and mm-hmm. that was just to be able to get a stronghold in that part of the land. That's a that's a yeah. very pivotal place to be. There's a lot of oil reserves there, but it's close enough for them to to work their way down. And um, again, this is the the bloodlines, not the people. Right. Um, to to take start slowly taking over, and you've seen what's happened with Palestine, the middle and uh, Middle East and Gaza, and you, you've seen it gradually work their way down. And it's a prophecy they're trying to fulfill by creating long, long, short, short, getting the third Solomon's Temple on Mount Moriah, I believe it is. Um, which now there's a mosque there at the moment, which so, is the Temple Mount, right? And so, yeah, yeah. So the argument is, or not the argument, the history is that there supposedly was Solomon's Temple. Then there was Supposedly. a second temple that was supposed to be built and that they yeah. believe that a third one will be built if and when the Temple Mount is destroyed, which will be essentially heralding the second coming of Jesus. Right. Is that the basically, idea? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And in the end times, prophecies come into this as well and the rapture and all of this stuff. Um, this is. They've already built the, the third temple in parts. So it's already built. They just need to bring it together. They've got everything. there ready to go. All the bits that go in it and all the gold. um candle thing whatever that's called um so there's all ready to go they just want to put it in place um from what i'm told max egan was telling me there wasn't supposed to be any jewish people jewish people again i'm saying it but people of jewish faith well i think real quick it's important to point out that what you said is provably correct Except today, there are people that believe that regardless, right? So it's the same kind of content. Yep. Con- they've been convinced to believe that that is the case and brought up to believe that, you know, and so, th- so there is a level of people that do perceive it that way, even though you can are- show that that's not true. So same kind of point we're making through the bloodlines. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and, they, and then I don't care what anyone calls themselves. They're people. Right. They're lovely people. They just want to get on and protect their family. If you want to call yourself Jewish, that's fine. I'm, what I'm talking about is the actual fact that, that there's, there's Caucasian, Asian, and african-american and i think that's it maybe there's something i'm missing race right because we have different dna structures i believe but what i'm but you call yourself what you want as long as you're just nice to people just be nice that's what jesus apparently taught people was do unto others as you'd have them do unto you mm-hmm. but they're getting us to fight amongst each other over things that, that are illusionary and so what, um okay so so basically so there wasn't supposed to be any people of jewish faith or jewish people in the temple mount area until 
the time of the the the, the temple was built. But they're all, they're there. We've seen all the, the the and it's not Jewish people. It's people that are being paid by these these um like like government kind of well, I suppose they're like well, insurrectionists type people going in causing trouble. They're not the average person. Everybody's yeah, the doing point it. To point out is that there's it's Zionism is an easy way to understand it. I would argue the yeah. Zionists that are using Judaism. And, uh, you know, That's and this it, is what, yeah. there's plenty of Orthodox Jewish communities in Israel. I always point out that openly call these people out and say they're, yeah. they they are using Judaism. They don't believe in this. They're bastardizing the idea of it. You know, and so and so that's what I would argue is a simplified way to digest it. But so how does that overlap with what we were talking about before the bloodlines as well as the prophecy that we were just discussed and how that drives yeah. them or how they believe that will drive us into this next step technology that's a great great way of putting it by the way it is it's zionism and it's being they're using judaism the same way they did in the second world war mm-hmm. they used the people sacrifice a lot of people of jewish faith and, and others to get their land in israel they use the excuse mm-hmm. so they're being used as much more than anyone else more than anyone else in this and that's what's sad about it right. from what i can tell maybe i'm wrong but that 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 what you just said that it's Zionism is the best sort of thing we can say because it's a Rothschild political movement. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're using that. So obviously when the temple is built uh, and erected, to, in my view, and a, and a lot of other researchers, Wayne McCoy talks about this, Max Egan talks about this, David Ike talks about this, many other researchers talk about this. That I, and, I, and I believe um, from my own research that that's where the one world system will be housed. That's where mm. the beast system will be housed in the temple. It will be there. That's where the servers will be for this so technocracy will be why, in that. Why is that? Why is that just because that's the place they want it to be? Or is there more to why that would be the case? Because the AI will be the Antichrist. Okay. And so we're, and and we're whether, talking about Go oh, good. So whether, whether I believe that, then remember these people are mad. Right. So right, don't, right. don't, same as like it will be they believe it will be they see or they appear to believe it will be and we have to make that definition is that i'm not saying these things are true we're not saying these things are rational we're not saying these people are rational we're saying this from our research this is what we believe to be happening what we believe they actually believe is the case right it's kind of polluted but it's it's true (laughs) what we believe they believe Yes, right, exactly. Do you know what I mean? We're not saying it's the truth. We're saying this This is the point. Is people go, truth seeker, I'm looking for the truth. We're making up the truth. You will never find the truth because you're making it up, because we're all making it up, mm-hmm. because it's all illusionary, because if we all stood still from the moment we were born to when we died, nothing would be fucking happening. It's just... <laughs> so we're making these things happen. Mm-hmm. So the truth is whatever we collectively decided to be. Right. I mean, we're seeing that today very clearly yeah. with everything going on. But so the point is, again, that they 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 believe that's the case. So and and this this overlaps with. Well, first of all, I think what's interesting is that the argument is that first the Temple Mount has to be destroyed. And so that's what people are arguing, you know, wayward rockets or, you know, whatever ultimately ends up happening, that that would be then the simple fact that it gets destroyed would be the beginning for a lot of people that believe that's the process religiously or otherwise. And so then it would justify the rebuilding and this would become the third temple. And then the argument is that, and and so from there, explain for me the, what you mentioned the beast and the mark of the beast and how that plays in with where we're at. You know, I I know you and I, this is pretty easy to see, but maybe people haven't connected the dots with the injection and so on. So give me your thoughts on that. 
So from what we can tell, the research that we've done with um, and Solomon's Temple would be for me and just watch Westworld. They're telling you in Westworld mm-hmm. um, by calling it Solomon's son, by, <laughs> for God's sake. Um, so th- that Temple Mount would be where I believe that's where the technocracy, the beast system will be housed. The servers will be in this. The system. actual technology. Yeah, which will mm-hmm. run the smart grid, which will okay. run this smart grid that Elon Musk's putting satellites everywhere. That's his part to play in it. And some of the cars, if you fancy it. And, um, but it'll also, the, the mark of the beast will be the, the, will be the chip. Mm-hmm. will be the chip that's inside you. It won't be wearable. It'll be inside you. We know in Sweden they already have them to open doors. They've had them for about seven, eight, nine years now. Kids just walk up there and they, they the young people, and they just open the doors with the the, the, um, the chip. That's not even arguable now. That's already States. happening. There's already companies yeah. in the United States doing that as well, by the way. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I didn't know that, but, I mean, it is there. I mean, the technology yeah. is there. It's been done. Um, so that will be basically the, the beast system will be Solomon's Temple. That's where it'll all be housed. I believe this Antichrist will be AI technology. I also think CERN has something to do with this as well, which we'll come mm-hmm. to maybe later. Um, and then that will run the smart grid, which will cover the planet, and everyone will be connected to the smart grid through the chip. And the chip will be how it holds your social credit score or your social compliance score. Mm-hmm. Your um, carbon footprint will be a massive one. It will add to your social credit score. And it'll just be like it'll be China everywhere. Mm-hmm. and that's what they want but it'll be run from solomon's temple and the bloodlines will run that system so and you that's, think that's basically what i think the old solomon's temple is supposed to be they're trying to make a technological version of right. that through alchemical principles of old they're using the same things these aren't prophecies these aren't things that are meant to happen these are things that were written in books thousands of years ago and people are making happen it's the power of suggestion Interesting. That's all it is so do you don't think there's some element of them that truly believe this is prophecy and that this is... Oh, yeah, is... absolutely. Yeah, I, I believe they believe that. Okay, interesting. I believe they believe that. But if I go to Ikea and I get a wardrobe and then I take out the instructions and I read the instructions and I put the wardrobe together, I don't magically go out of the room, come back in and go, fucking hell, there's a wardrobe there. I knew there was going to be. I read the instructions and I put it together. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's been suggested... But problem what happens is if you find a book and you sign, if you find a book that's, tw- say, say you find a book that's six months old, you read it and you go, oh, yeah, that's, that's interesting. If you find a book that's 6,000 years old, straight away you give it far more weight. Right. I was really old. It must be true. So hmm. It's just, it wasn't old when it was written. Interesting. So really, it's as the far psychology as- of it. As far as we are concerned, and the average person, it really doesn't matter whether it's a pro- whether it's really a prophecy or not. It's the, yeah. the idea is that it's being created, it's being driven into, and it all amounts to us being subjugated and controlled yeah. through through the idea of the chip or the mark of the beast or so on. And so, so how does that then? I'd like I want you to comment on CERN and the overlap there. But so how do, yeah. how does that then create? I mean, the chip is, what do you think is the overlap there? Because people are arguing the vaccine, for example, might already have something and so on. And I don't know why that's a crazy concept to ask, seeing as how they are research that talks about that and arguments about how bio enhancement should be done covertly if they choose to do it. You know, it's like there's so many examples yeah. out there of how it very, it's a right question to ask. But so how do you see that translating from where we are now? Like, do you think that the the chip concept will be sold to us as an as a as an answer to problems? Or, you know, how do you see that going? I think they would have liked to have. I think they they screwed a lot up with COVID. They were mm. way too fast, dropped the ball. People weren't taking it. 
Um, they tried to put the vaccine passports in. A lot of it was a beta test, but they didn't get any, anything in. Anything, mm. nothing really stuck, other than these laws and statutes. And and again, that's that's fairy tales. If people really understand that that it's all just nonsense made up anyway. Mm. Um, so I think they they would like to have got it like that, but they're trying to sell it another way. They're trying to sell it through climate change at the moment. But that's right. weak. That's not going to work. People aren't that bothered. Um, on on mass or not, they've uh, just stopped oil here. People have turned on them because they keep gluing themselves to shit. And um, and uh, it, it, I think they're going to struggle. They're going to really struggle now because the, other than forcing people to have this or finding a way to have it from birth, I think they went ah. a generation to like I think they went forty years too early. I think they should have waited for our generation to die out. They Is went way too early. Here's an interesting point to make, too, about how even if these people believe their own nonsense, that a lot of these individuals out there might actually be just doing this for selfish reasons, right? They want to be the one that initiates the prophecy. They want the control that comes along with it, you know, and, and so I, I argued and a lot of people felt the same way. They felt that they, they rushed this. It was clumsy. It was ham-fisted. They, they, it felt like there was a time they thought they needed to reach or get it done beforehand, you know, we're a mm-hmm. time that they wanted to execute it by. And, it and, that, and, that, and so I think that may be an overlap there of just people that are just power hungry. That was to, to do that. with, with their belief systems. Again, that comes down to, um, and Wayne McCroy talks about this in his new book about pan, uh, about the pandemic and mm. the God pan. Um, there was a God called pan and he was the real God, the God of the old, the earth God. And when he died, Jesus was the next one. So, but it's the it's the ages. So we know the age of um, Pisces is just is 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 gone. That was the age of the fish. So mm-hmm. who represents the fish? Jesus. Jesus was a representative of the age of Pisces. Now it's the age of Aquarius. Mm-hmm. They want to skip the age of Aquarius and go straight into the age of I can't remember if it's Taurus next. Um, but they want to go into another ball type where they control the energy. So they believe the energies have changed. So it's about this great awakening that they think that they believe, and I'm not saying I believe Mm -hmm. they believe is happening. So they were trying to get it in as quick as they can before we all in their mind, wake up to what they're doing. So they're panicking and by panicking, they're actually bringing about the same, the thing that they don't want, right? Because this is the self-fulfilling prophecy. It's when you, when you don't want something, don't think of a yellow balloon. Don't think of a yellow balloon and you'll drive yourself crazy thinking of a yellow balloon. Yeah. They don't want people to wake up, but by pushing and pushing and pushing, they're actually bringing this about. I agree. It's, it, it, it's a fault in the system of how, in reality, it has a, sal- a fail-safe-ism to it. Mm-hmm. The, the more they push, the more we're going to wake up. They well, I also think it's trying to... Do- yeah, they're trying to like lower the population. They can't do it. People know they took down the the, the, the guidestones went down. Mm-hmm. That was a symbolic thing. They know that they've run out of time. That's what it is, and that's that's just for now. So, guys, remember this is eight and a half thousand years of a, of a cult. So think of it that way. Mm-hmm. The Earth's probably been here billions of years. This has probably happened twenty thousand times. We think we're forgetting that we're only in this little tiny bit. So think right. of it as a library. We're not. We're in the library. But we're not we're in we're in in one book in a library of ten thousand books, and not only are we in one book, we're in one paragraph of mm. that book. That's where we live. So you've got to kind of go, this is fucking insane. Yeah. It's a right weird place. And once you start to do that, you go also it lowers your anxiety because you go, Wow, this is mad. But you've but not every this has been done 
this great reset has been done, the flood, the flood of Gilgamesh. This is, I believe we've been here many, many, many times before. And that's mm. what Atlantis is about and Lumeria, even if you don't believe they exist, it's existed. We were here before, way mm-hmm. before this. We got further in the computer game or whatever you want to call this before we cocked it all up. We're nowhere near as far as that, but they know that their time, this cult, this eight and a half thousand years, that's going to die out. You had religions that no longer exist or, or don't exist very much, like Zoroastrianism, still mm-hmm. about a bit, but not. That was huge. So, and you had Sabbatean Frankists and Sabbateanism, and that was like m- millions of Jewish people. Mm-hmm. Um, things come and go. They hate change. They want to keep it changed. So they hate climate change. Because everything changes, and they're scared of change, because they want to control. There's but we int- change. That's what we are, yeah. humans. We change. We are me and you. We change from day to day because we're shapeshifters. That's what we're doing. From the day we're born, we're not the same physical being we were when we died. What happened? I didn't. I'm. I'm not very tall. <laughs> five foot five. But I wasn't five foot five when I was born. Right. So what happened? Right. My shape shifted. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. not saying well, that I changed into a different totally. being. I'm yeah. saying that the, the clues are there. Yeah. Well, I mean, even just day to day, your skin is, you know, you're, you're, you're shedding skin. I mean, you're, you, you're changing. You're I mean, you're, what, what your, your body is not the same body you were born with. That's so a fact. you're not your body because yeah. you can't be your body. Right. So they well, want to get you to believe that you're your physical body here. You cannot be. That's impossible because you haven't got the same body you had when you were a child. Isn't yeah. that magnificent? Yeah. So you're clearly something else going on here. I'm not saying I know what it is. I haven't got a clue. But it's not what they say it is. We're not in this little circle here. So it's fascinating. They're trying to keep us in this little bit here. And they're scared. To answer your question in a long-winded way, they're running out of time. Yeah. And I think what's very interesting, what you just touched on there, is, again, overlapping with the idea of technocracy, which a huge part of that, potentially the main part, is transhumanism. And the idea yep. is that that is a guaranteed, if reached, way to maintain the status quo. At the very mm-hmm. least, in regard to your body and so on, you could choose to add things and so on. But the idea is that that does remove the concern to them, the change, that that is the human species. And, the, and yep. that is an interesting way to think about it. That that's their, this is their final effort to solidify the things they can control in the way that they want them forever. You exactly. know, and that, that's pretty it's a great way. So this is exactly what you're saying. I mean, I've never thought about some of these things before. We're just coming up with them as they're coming, and I'm just mm-hmm. saying them. But, but th- that is exactly it. Transhumanism. I and I've seen many people say that the whole point in this this cult is that they want to live forever. That's the big promise, right? But you live forever as the same thing. So narcissists will be narcissists mm-hmm. forever. You will never change, but you will never get better. You will never improve or, or like my, my tattoo says, Kate, no, wrong arm. Kay's in says change, continuous improvement. It's continuous change. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to change. Everything changes. And, and what you're saying there is that if you're transhuman and you're inside a thing, they want to try and limit your change as much as possible, but they can never do that because you are change. That's right. what you are. Right. You are evolution. You are evolution. You are the revelation. I'm sounding biblical here. I'm not religious by any way, shape, or form. But you are the revelation. All revelation means is the, re- the revealing of something new every second. That's right. all revelation means. You are new every second. You learn something new every second. You change every second. They want you to stay as you are because they don't change. They can't because right. they've got no creativity. And that's why I do believe that possibly these are different from us, a different species yeah. of being from us. They certainly believe that they are, but they believe right. they're better 
We exactly. don't. If they were better, they wouldn't need to try and control us. Or change everything that we are. I mean, they, exactly. what's interesting, it, it's a good point to think to finish on is that, you know, again, to reiterate the point that I think is the the overarching idea here is that, I mean, look, I, any, I'm absolutely open-minded to the fact that any of this could be absolutely true. And I believe that. I mean, there's, there's no, there's so many things that we don't fully understand, if not everything, as you're pointing out. But I think the point is that you can prove throughout history. And even today, many of them truly believe these things. And that's the big concern to me is that they, whether or not it's real, which is a huge important part to dissect and try to find out, but whether or not they are driving this to come to pass based on the belief that that's the case. And that's enough to me, that's concerning as hell. But we are talking about the truly potentially in the long sod or maybe short if they push it, the end of the human species. That's what this is driving toward. And maybe even by accident. I mean, who ultimately knows, but that is what we're watching play out. And we're watching the, the, the harm play out from the efforts that they're pushing through, maybe because it was too fast, maybe because there's a reason this needs to happen. You know, there's a lot around the occult conversation that would include the fact that people could be hurt and how that could be harnessed. There's a lot of ways you could go into this, but I truly believe that what we need to continue to do is be willing to have these kind of conversations ask these questions and not be afraid to be called a conspiracy theorist because you're not allowed to, you know, like you just pointed out, it's like, here's the bloodline handing the crown down to her son, except you can't point out that, that happens anywhere else in the world or any, anybody else might believe that's what they have the right to do. I mean, yeah, that's what just- they're doing there, Ryan, is, is, is exactly, and I mentioned this today in one of the, a, a Twitter thing, I was chatting to someone, they, they are trying to get you to not believe what you see with your own eyes. So all this transgender stuff, all of this, and I'm not saying all of it, some people are genuinely feel like they're in the wrong body, but but the push of it, we know where it's coming from. The politics around it. The politics around it, yeah. This whole, you do not believe your eyes. It's not what you think it is. I'm going to change the terminology. I'm going to change what words mean now. So vaccine is something completely different. Oh, no, it is a vaccine. No, it isn't. It's an experimental gene therapy. Oh, it is. No, but they've changed it. That's what 1984 is about. They're changing everything. The Tower of Babylon was about that, so we can't communicate. Mm-hmm. So they're changing the rules. So the whole point is that, that that you can't grasp onto anything and everything's all over the place when they tell you what is true and what's not. And what you've just said there is that that they're making up as you go along, but you can't tell what's true. They want you to second guess, and and the main the fable that we were told about when we were kids was the emperor's new clothes. Exactly. The guy's got his knob out. You can't say that, but he has. No, he hasn't. Yeah. And you're like, no, I know you can see that, yeah. and I'm not going to be conspiracy theorists are the ones that are willing to tell you that the guy's got his knob out. Right. And there's a t-shirt for you, and it's yeah. just it's because <laughs> we are knobs out, right? And and you haven't got the guts to say it. Well, I have, and um. And if, if, if that upsets you, then I'm sorry, but I'm more upset about the guy who's willy out in front of me, to be honest. It's, exactly. It is, they're trying to get you to not say what's real. Right. And, and to call it out publicly. Is, yes. And invert it. And that's what this whole satanic bloodline is about, inverting everything, because they're not the demigods. We are. We always have been. And they want us to forget that we are. We can, we can, we can do what God does. We can create life. Mm-hmm. So how how much proof do you need that you you are an amazing thing that you and another person can create another life? When you look at your kids hmm. and you go, "Wow, God did that." If there is a God, I believe there is a a a, a God in sense of there's an intelligent design to this place. Clearly, hmm. I agree. But these yeah. people might not be able to do that. These bloodlines might have 
screwed their DNA, the, uh, genetics up so much that they're not allowed to do it. When when Harry was um, sorry, when Megan, what's her name? Sorry, Kate and William had their first son George. She came out with a Rosemary's Baby dress on. Hmm. When Diana had William, she came out with a Rosemary's Baby dress on, hmm. because symbolically they're telling you something. If you go and look at what Polanski, who's a child abuser and has to run away and live in another country, by the way, Sharon Tate's husband, who was killed by. Um, the Mansons, yeah. apparently, yeah. although he didn't do it. Whole but story it, there, by the way, we could talk exactly. about. Exactly. <laughs> so when you look into these things, it's like, fucking hell, this is mad. Yeah. And and um, and then John Lennon was shot on the door, on the steps of where they shot Rosemary's baby, by the way, hmm. on, on the hotel. He was shot on the steps there and right. killed there. And then Dave Geffen went and met his daughter. It's a big story there that goes into Hollywood and how yeah. Hollywood's run. And Hollywood is a, is a satanic um, yeah. uh, ritual that goes back to Rome. But but what you were saying is it, it, it's right. They're trying to get you to to not look at these things and go, I know logically it makes sense, but I'm going to say it doesn't because yep. we live in an inverted world. It's inside out. It is. And essentially that is you, you know, making a, you know, you're, you are entering into your contract right there by, by acknowledging that, you know, that's the case, but choosing to outwardly say it otherwise. And I think that's what's happening all around the world today with the vaccines or anything else that there's a too far too many of you out there possibly watching right now who are compromising every day. And I think you brought that word up in the very beginning in regard to, I mean, compromise could be seen as something that's necessary sometimes, but the idea of it is that you are compromising what you, what you believe for some unspoken or some reason. And I think that that is in and of itself part of the problem. But I think today we need to stand our ground. And I think that these kind of conversations are just absolutely paramount because they are at, 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 the, at the most important point, they're trying to stop us from being able to communicate, have these conversations, share information, because like you said before, because of the rush, it kind of blew up in their face to a degree. And so now they're going out of their way to try to stop us to be able to continue to share that. And so I thank you for being here today and continuing to fight for this stuff and push back into censorship. And I mean, I, I love this conversation. I enjoy talking with you every time. I feel like we should talk about specifically the idea. Oh, we didn't even get into CERN. Maybe we should just have an entire <laughs> show just about CERN. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just before we go, I just want to say is that the biggest thing that you just said it there was informed consent. They have informed you and you're right. given your tacit consent by ignoring what you know to be true. Right. That's what you're doing. And they take that as your consent. So when you take in the vaccines, they didn't force you to take them. They're not vaccines, experimental gene therapies. They coerced you. Mm-hmm. They abused you. But you gave you knew it was wrong to be abused into make, taking something in your body that you don't feel comfortable with. Doesn't matter whether the science says because science changes all the time, just a way of measuring things. Right, right and wrong. You know it. You were born knowing right and wrong. What a two month year old knows right and wrong. You know right and wrong, and that to ignore that is your tacit consent. You're ignoring that, and that's a gut feeling. That's just a, an inbuilt thing. So don't right. ignore that. And they can't get you. Just go, I'm not giving you my consent. I, I, that's bollocks. Yeah. You can do what you like to me. It's still bollocks. The sad and I won't though, say otherwise. Yeah, I agree. The sad part, though, is that I feel like that's what the elections are in and of themselves. You know, it's the same kind of conversation. And people just don't connect those dots that they're part of the same scam. But that's mm. what I'm trying to fight for now is showing people the idea of what these translate to 
and whether you're and the, the fact, in my opinion, that your vote in no way even comes close to translating to putting people in positions of power. But, you know, it's, it's hard for people to digest these 30 seconds ago. It was impossible to have a conversation about how the government would lie to you about vaccines. But suddenly people are start. you know, to your point, I think they shot themselves in the foot with how this went down. And I'm glad to see that. But happy to have this conversation today, brother. And I'm glad we're having more of them. And I hope more people will take take charge and do it themselves so thank you for being here uh, anything else you want to leave us with in regards no, to um, just events? if you if you want to check out the work the documentaries we do the films we do all on iconic.com and you get a seven day free trial there as well so everything that we do is now on iconic.com with jamie nice. uh, jamie like david and, and myself and lots of other people there I just had max egan on last week on deep dive and i want to get you on deep dive as well which is my show that goes out sunday 10 a.m on iconic.com every week Absolutely. Count on it. Count on it. And I, I think it's, in, you know, as we said before, important to connect and, and continue to work with other groups in general. And I, I just think that it's so very clear that they're afraid of people who are willing to have these kind of conversations. So thank you. And, and I'll include that in the show notes for people to check out. And I believe, uh, yeah, I, I was uh, in, in one of your documentaries, I believe, in the past. You were, so yeah. Make sure yeah. to point that out as well. So. You were in my, one of my earlier documentaries, one of lockdown. Uh, was it mm-hmm. Was it the... Uh, uh, War, 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 um, you and War of the Worlds, yeah, mm-hmm. you were all the words, yeah, War of the Worlds, words, is on there as well. Words. So, yeah, War of the Words on there is about censorship, and that was an earlier one that we did about a year and a half ago, maybe a little bit longer than that. And that was just as all this madness was kicking off as well. So, yeah, you're in that one, yeah, I'll get you in on, on plenty more as well. So, but thank you for asking Count me on, it. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I always love our conversations, brother, and uh, thanks for being here. And as always, everybody out there, question everything, come to your own conclusions, stay vigilant.